know, develop the relationship that I have with you guys. Uh, so something that I want to share with everybody um, is I'm retired from the NFL. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. It's Louis DiBiase joining you, and as you heard in that intro, Jerry Macklin, coming from his own mouth, is retiring from the NFL, former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. Not someone that I would call a legend in Eagles history, but certainly someone that was prominent in the mid-2000s, an exciting player to watch as part of some exciting offenses when you talk about him and Michael Vick and Deshaun Jackson, Brent Selleck, LaShawn McCoy retiring, though, is Jeremy Macklin, the former Eagle, at just 30 years old, played eight seasons in the NFL, and then he officially announced his retirement this year after not playing in the 2018 season. And that's what we're getting into on this late-night Sunday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. You're probably listening on your commute Monday morning to work on Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, or the Himalayan podcast app partners now with Lockdown. So I just wanted to, you know, this is a player that's special to me because for me, I, I've obviously I'm, I'm dating myself here, but Jeremy Macklin was a part of a lot of fun teams that I grew up watching in my childhood. And yes, my childhood was in 2009 and 2010. And, you know, those disappointing teams that didn't really get the wins or the, the runs into the playoffs that I was expecting and that Eagles fans and the media were really predicting them to, right, in the Dream Team 2011 season, 2012, the apparently quote-unquote Redeem Team season. And so Macklin was a part of a lot of these teams that underachieved when it comes to the win-loss column. But at the same time, he was a player that brought a lot, a lot of excitement to an offense that had some legitimate firepower, and it stinks to see that kind of guy go, even though he's been gone from Philadelphia since 2014 after Chip Kelly failed to re-sign him after that awesome season where he went off for, what was it, it was 1,318 yards and 10 touchdowns on 85 receptions, and then he ends up going to the Chiefs for two years and then that final season with Baltimore, but it's it's, it's crazy, you know, I almost feel old at 21 years old, and I shouldn't be saying that because a lot of you out there are probably a lot older than I am, and you're like, you know, get out of here. 2014 feels like, or 2010 feels like literally yesterday. But at the same time, I mean, you see Nick Foles going to Jacksonville now. Doubt there's a third stint with the Eagles until they eventually have him retire as an Eagle, or maybe they even retire his number. I think that's something that could be in the works, considering here he has a statue outside of Lincoln Financial Field. But yeah, you know, you see a lot of these guys go, and at the same time, it's cool to see some players return, like Deshaun Jackson and Vinnie Curry, but. It's it stinks for Macklin. I know I'm sure he's at peace with this decision, but that hamstring injury must have really been significant because he is only 30 years old. I mean, you see what a lot of guys are doing into their mid to late 30s. Just look at Deshaun Jackson, who's going to be 33 by midseason next year, and he still is a guy that I think at running a 40 time would clock in at around 4-3. So it's disappointing for Macklin, I'm sure, but... You know, he did have a, a pretty solid career, someone that maybe didn't reach the expectations 
the majority of his career as a first-round pick from Missouri going to the Eagles in 2009. Remember, it was Macklin and McCoy on top of Deshaun Jackson being picked in the second round the year before. It was an exciting time where the Eagles finally decided to commit to adding weapons around Donovan McNabb, and I feel bad for McNabb because he only got to utilize all those weapons in just that 2009 season. But Macklin, not an incredible career, never was that true number one receiver Outside of that 2014 season with the Eagles and that 2015 season with the Chiefs, he kind of caught lightning in the bottle after that torn ACL, missing that entire 2013 playoff run with Nick Foles throwing for 27 touchdowns and only two interceptions. So we only had a couple thousand-yard seasons in there, but hey, at the same time, five straight years of 800-plus yards, he finished his career with four seasons where he had at least seven touchdowns, and then you add on top of that that unreal 2014 season and that really good thousand-yard season with the Chiefs in 2015. I think Jeremy Macklin had a great career. I mean, just go back to that. 2014 year he was ranked 61st in the NFL top 100 I mean he was a player that really took the league by storm when he came back and replaced Deshaun Jackson as that deep threat do-it-all receiver in Chip Kelly's offense that you saw feature career numbers for both Deshaun and J-Mac in 2013 and then in 2014 so a good career for Macklin I'm sure you know he expected there to be more when not just we're talking about performance, but also longevity at just 30 years old. But an exciting eagle to watch, part of a great, fun trio on offense with him and Deshaun and McCoy. That, again, I just keep going back to that, his final year in Philadelphia. That, that one-handed catch along the sideline against San Francisco. Some of the sideline catches he was able to make in, throughout his career were truly remarkable. The other one that season against Arizona or the, the diving one where he somehow kept his feet in but just laid out to get that pass out of bounds and snag it in against the Denver Broncos. Brian Dawkins' return, that game where the Eagles won a close game against Dawkins and that Kyle Orton-led Denver Broncos team. Just uh, Macklin was a player that could really do it all. He, he was punt returning a lot of the time, too, when Deshaun Jackson wouldn't do it. He did that at Missouri a whole lot. You used him great in the screen game, especially in 2011. He could beat you down the field, across the middle. He's a player that eventually really relished in a slot role in Philadelphia a lot that final season and then as well in Kansas City when Tyree Kill emerged that final year with the Chiefs he was playing a lot in the slot as well it's why Philadelphia almost brought him back because he eventually became this versatile player I mean he was always a versatile player but eventually you started seeing him get featured in the slot more too so he was a player that could really do it all a really good number two wide receiver on your team a reliable, consistent player that could get open in any area during a game and in any moment, which was good to have when you had a a wide receiver one like Deshaun Jackson, who at the time especially was really hit or miss. He could get you three receptions for 121 yards and two touchdowns, right? Or you could have these big eight-reception games and just making big play after big play. But there were also games where Deshaun Jackson would disappear and he'd have two catches for 19 yards. Macklin being that consistent factor there with McCoy and with Selleck was a good thing to have in that offense when you had Deshaun Jackson. So yeah, Jeremy Macklin retiring at the age of 30 after eight seasons. I just want to continue to take a trip down memory lane here because it's crazy when you just you think about just this one player retiring and all these different memories that you didn't even know you had in the back of your head just start going full circle. So we're going to continue to talk about Jeremy Macklin and his career ending after eight seasons in the NFL, five with the Philadelphia Eagles. This is Locked on Eagles.
All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Eagles podcast. A little tribute episode here for Jeremy Macklin as he announced his retirement officially today at the age of 30 years old, played in eight seasons, career high in 2014 with Philadelphia, 85 catches, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. Followed that up with a pretty nice 1,000-yard season and eight touchdowns in Kansas City, but then, you know, injuries really tailored off, and, you know, he was playing with Alex Smith and Joe Flacco to end his career. I'm sure if he did end up coming back to Philadelphia, he maybe could have got more out of those last few years. But, again, I know I mentioned the 2014 season a lot in that first segment, but that's really because that's when Macklin fully met that first-round grade, right, that first-round pick that he was selected with in 2009. You saw that a player that you're like, okay, that makes sense why Philadelphia, this is what they saw in him, a player that could burn you deep. He's a great route runner, a deadly receiver along the sidelines, super athletic, great after the catch. You saw that in 2014. And the biggest memory, truthfully, outside of there, there's a couple for me, the biggest memories I have or the most memorable for Jeremy Macklin. The first one actually before even 2014 is a couple years before, and it was that 2012 season, that disaster that was, where remember they started 3-1 and one, and then they didn't win for months, right? And then there was that game in Tampa Bay, and Macklin scores the game winner as time expires from a rookie Nick Foles, and you just saw the, the excitement in Macklin running to the sidelines to celebrate with the Eagles again as time expired, a buzzer-beating game-winning touchdown, and he was just a player that stuck out to me as a younger fan, him and Brent Selleck specifically, that while everyone else basically quit on the team, right? there was no chemistry to that team whatsoever with Cullen Jenkins and Namdi Asimov and DRC. It was all just these players from free agency that had no pride in being a Philadelphia Eagle when it all went downhill and they weren't used to sticking it through with this organization, they all checked out. The only players that really didn't do that, I noticed, specifically outside of Foles, who was a rookie trying to you know earn his way in the NFL, was Jeremy Macklin and Brent Selleck. I mean, those guys went out there every single week again in meaningless games against the Cincinnati Bengals and the Carolina Panthers and the Cowboys in that Buccaneers game where the season was already over. I think they were, what, 3-10, and 3-11 and 11 when they won that game in Tampa Bay. But Macklin went out there every single week and played his tail off and made plays for a rookie quarterback that needed him to make plays for him. And I just, I respected Macklin so much after that season. And then he, you know, of course, suffered the torn ACL, which was extremely unfortunate. But that next year, he cashed in. He bet on himself with that one-year contract he signed with Philadelphia, and it paid off. Again, over 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. The dude had a knack for getting in the back of the end zone. And the biggest game I remember from that one, obviously there was the great showing against San Francisco and Arizona, but that week three bloodbath between Washington and the Eagles. Deshaun Jackson's first game back since getting cut by Chip Kelly that previous offseason. And Deshaun put up a big game, 117 yards and a touchdown. But then here comes Jeremy Macklin, who ones up him with 154 yards of his own. After Deshaun Jackson scores a touchdown, Macklin scores the next one that ended up being the game winner. And the Eagles win what was the grittiest, toughest, closest battle that I've seen just clawing tooth and nail to win that game. And Macklin was just so good with Nick Foles in that one. I even remember when uh, Nick Foles got cheap-shotted there by, what was it, Chris Baker, right? And Jason Peters ends up getting into a fight with him, and he gets tossed, and there's just this whole 
giant scuffle on the Washington sidelines. And then here comes Deshaun Jackson, who's of course hyped up for this game, total revenge game in Philadelphia. It's the only reason he even signed in Washington was because he wanted to play the Eagles twice a year. And he gets in the huddle, and I just remember Macklin going after him, and they were kind of jawing back and forth. It's interesting that those two never really had a, a close relationship. Like, you know, you see LaShawn McCoy had that with both of them. McCoy still talks to Deshaun Jackson on the regular. He went to the Eagles playoff game in 2017 against Atlanta with Jerry Macklin, which is a kind of a weird but cool dynamic. And it just goes to show both guys never wanted to leave Philadelphia in the first place. But Macklin and Jackson never really had that connection early on. And, you know, I get it. I mean, they were both young, competitive receivers that – were competing for targets. So, and Deshaun, I don't think, that liked it in the first place that the Eagles drafted Macklin in the first round after just a year earlier they took him in the second round. But here's even something that Macklin said about Deshaun after Jackson got released. Quote, and this is from an ESPN piece, on his relationship with Jackson, our relationship is our relationship. It doesn't need to be shared with anybody else. I mean, so Macklin and Jackson clearly didn't really get along a whole lot because if if you guys were boys, I mean, why would you even say that? Why wouldn't you just say, you know, you wish him the best of luck? And that's not what Macklin did. So uh, definitely an interesting dynamic, but I just remember that, that Washington game, seeing those two go back and forth and dueling. Both teams and you know, you know, Macklin versus Deshaun was it was it's not to the level of a Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook type of sports beef, but to to see that for one week, just those two go toe to toe after clearly not having the best relationship was really cool. And Macklin ended up getting the best of Jackson in that game, and the Eagles went on to win it. So let's take one more break here on Locked In Eagles. When we come back, Macklin almost came back twice last year and the year before. We keep talking about all these reunions that. Almost happened with McCoy and Macklin. The reunions that have happened with Nick Foles and Deshaun Jackson and Vinnie Curry. Macklin was really close the past couple years. So we'll get into that to wrap up the show as Jerry Macklin has retired from the NFL. This is the Locked On Eagles podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, final segment here on this late night Sunday edition. Thank you for joining me. Kind of just doing a little tribute episode here to a favorite of mine. Wide receiver Jerry Macklin spent five seasons with the Eagles before playing with Kansas City and then Baltimore just retired today. You know, you see receivers playing. Look how effective a lot of these 30-year-old receivers. Golden Tate, 31 years old, scored the game-winning touchdown for Philadelphia in the playoffs this year. Consistent 90 reception type of player. Macklin, if it wasn't for these injuries, and you know he kind of tailored off as as a result of that, and didn't really command a whole lot of attention the past couple of years from teams. If it wasn't for that, those injuries, I mean, you saw the the type of burst on the scenes that he had in his career in 2014 and then in 2015, and then just a total drop off. It's it's a Macklin's had a, it was a super consistent career, right? His rookie year, 773 yards, then 964, 859, 857, then those 2,000 yard seasons. Like he was consistently a solid number two wide receiver, put up number one receiver stats if you're talking about this new Eagles spread the ball around offense, right? I mean, that, that 857 yards, seven touchdowns, and 69 receptions. I mean, that's Alshon Jeffrey numbers in 2018. So Macklin was a really good player for a long time in Philadelphia. Just the injuries on top of the Chiefs going with Tyreek Hill and then having to go to Baltimore, where, I mean, his wife is from Baltimore, but with Joe Flacco, it just wasn't a great fit to start. All of that just kind of ended up being where now that he's going to be a father soon again, it's it, it seemed like the right call for Macklin, but, you know, definitely probably some meat left on the bones in his career when it comes to, you know, how long he could have played. And who knows what would have happened. Maybe if he doesn't 
choose Baltimore, he's still in the NFL. We remember they, they signed Elshon Jeffrey and then Torrey Smith. And they had those two, and they had Nelson Aguilar still, and they still had Jordan Matthews as well. But clearly they intended on trading Jordan Matthews because they actually wanted to bring back Macklin in 2017 in that summer. But he was commanding attention from not only the Baltimore Ravens, but the Buffalo Bills, who had just traded Sammy Watkins, brought in Anquan Bolden, had a rookie Zay Jones. But they clearly needed help when it came to wide receivers. And then they, of course, traded for Jordan Matthews. Jeremy Macklin nearly came back there. I think it was the right call for him at the time. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Baltimore was a, a better opportunity, but he could have came back and he would have had a Super Bowl ring. You know, I think Deshaun Jackson's someone that really wishes he was on that Eagles team and felt like he should have been if it wasn't for Chip Kelly in that championship run. I feel like Jackson thought he could have been there. Macklin probably would have been there. The Eagles did talk to him in that summer, and then he almost came back last year as well after week two when Mike Wallace got injured. The receiving core was depleted. They were using Kamar Aiken and uh, DeAndre Carter. So Macklin was actually set, I think John Clark from NBC was the one that reported it initially, that Macklin had a workout set up, set up with Philadelphia, but he had that injury that he just could not get healthy from, so they end up bringing in another former Eagle in Jordan Matthews to fill that role while they wait for Alshon Jeffrey to come back. So Macklin, past couple of years too, almost came back to Philadelphia, just goes to show a lot like these other players, he never wanted to leave Philadelphia. He kept giving the Eagles the benefit of the doubt in that 2014 offseason, even though Chip Kelly was basically ignoring his phone calls for weeks, and the Chiefs kept recruiting him and recruiting him and recruiting him. Andy Reid, their offensive coordinators, their players, were trying to get Macklin into Kansas City because they desperately needed wide receivers. They were going through the likes of Albert Wilson and Chris Connolly as their one-two punch for so many years with Alex Smith, who's already a limited quarterback. So the Chiefs desperately wanted Jeremy Macklin, who Andy Reid took in the first round in 2009, so very well known. But Macklin kept saying, like, you know, even after they traded McCoy away and didn't have Deshaun, Macklin still wanted to return to Philadelphia, kept waiting and waiting, and then eventually the Chiefs offered him a deal. Chip Kelly calls and matches the offer, but then Reid calls back and for another 10 minutes just continued to show how much he cared about wanting and just showed the emotion, that emotional intelligence that's so important for guys like Reed and Doug Peterson that's so successful in the NFL cultures nowadays that Chip Kelly didn't have that, and it's why Macklin ended up choosing Kansas City because they just showed that they cared more, and Chip Kelly just never really got those personable skills, and he waited till the very last second to try to match the Chiefs' offer, and at that point, I think Macklin had kind of been like, all right, they just, after a career year, they're just not going to prioritize me. So he's another one of the, uh, he's another one of the what-ifs when it comes to reunions in Philadelphia, but um, great career for Macklin, 10th all-time leading receiver in Eagles history, a great career for number 18. Congratulations, Jeremy Macklin, on a solid NFL career. I enjoyed watching you growing up. A lot of Eagles fans had a lot of fun from 2009 until 2014 watching you. Even seeing 2009 as a rookie, catching that only touchdown in the playoff, that blowout playoff game in the wild card round at Dallas from then third-string quarterback Michael Vick. So Macklin, a great career. Fun to watch in Philadelphia, and uh, good luck in the rest of your endeavors at only 30 years old. A lot of life left for number 18. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Locked on Eagles podcast. We will be back tomorrow. We have Zach Moron from Over the Cap. I want to talk to him about how Howie Roseman has been doing this with the salary cap, the sustainability, how he just keeps pushing 
Metcalf down the road and creating space every single year when you think he can't do it. Zach Moore of OverTheCap.com is going to join us and try to get into that with us and explain Howie Roseman's strategies and how he's been so successful since coming back as general manager in 2016. For now, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Please follow our accounts. Keep the conversation going at LockdownBirds on Twitter and at DiBiase, L-O-E. We'll be back tomorrow with Zach Moore. Until then, I'm Lou DiBiase. As always, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and let's go Birds.